everybody. Um, I have to pop in here. The recording quality may not be the greatest because I'm in my car right now. <laughs> but I got a report on this. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It, it just gets worse and worse with, with each passing day. Um, gosh. Um, Debbie, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, Lucinian. Uh, L-U-S-I-G-N-A-N. Um, she called herself the sane progressive, and she was silenced. Um, my guess is that she might have been sued and had a gag order on her or something because she was always very diligently recording her her podcasts on YouTube. She had a YouTube channel, which she, I believe she just took it down, and she just kind of disappeared from being online. Um, so somebody wanted to shut her up, and they did. They successfully did. Uh, here's something I found. Um, now, I just found out about this today. Um, it is actually December 18th as I'm recording this, uh, 2022. And I'm seeing something here online. Quote, we lost a great one in Debbie Lucinian. And again, apologies if I'm mispronouncing her name. We lost a great one in Debbie Lucinian and could have used her wisdom during the fake pandemic and the current situation we find ourselves in. I am honored that her fi fiancé, David, asked me to share the heartbreaking news with the online community that Debbie loved so dearly. Debbie was more than a friend. She was like a sister to me, and there are no words that can describe how much I will miss her. She was hands down the best and most intense researcher we all have ever encountered. Whether it was election integrity, which we know thanks to Debbie, does not exist, or whether it was the lies of the last three years, she was on the forefront of speaking truth when nobody else would. The blog, UniteForTruth.com, that's UniteNumberForTruth.com, the number four, not, not the word spelled out, was her doing, and the articles she wrote on it were seen by close to a million people. She wanted to remain in the background, and she always said to me, I don't want it to be about me, but about the facts. Debbie saved countless lives by opening so many of our eyes to what is really going on in the world. Debbie was fierce, but not fearless. However, she channeled her fear into uncovering the truth, no matter how difficult the path was of finding it. She was determined to keep us all safe and not buy into the, as she would say, total BS of lies. Debbie told us over and over again that we are in a spiritual war and that our energy is what counts, that we need to work on our inner as much as our outer world, on our outer, outer world. In none of our last conversations, or I'm sorry, in one of our last conversations, she asked me to convey the horrors of mainstream medicine and the ramifications of using them that, uh, and, and that can, they can have on people and that the, the ramifications that using them can have on people. Debbie had a severe reaction to medications that caused her chronic pain and ultimately her passing. I believe that this quote from the French philosopher Henry Bergson was written for our Debbie. And I'm quoting from the quote, Fortunately, some are born with spiritual immune systems that sooner or later give rejection to the illusory illusory worldview grafted upon them from birth through social conditioning. They begin sensing that something is amiss and start looking for answers. Inner knowledge and anomalous outer experiences 
show them a side of reality others are oblivious to, and so begins their journey of awakening. Each step of the journey is made by following the heart instead of following the crowd, and by choosing knowledge over the veils of ignorance." Unquote. Please share your love, stories, and pictures of Debbie here, and light a candle, sending light out into the world as Debbie did for all of us. Godspeed, little sister. Love always. Claudia and all the people whose lives you've touched so deeply. So it looks like uh, this must have been written by Claudia from Cabin Talk. She had a a program, a YouTube channel called Cabin Talk. And I think now she's on alternative channels like Bitchute. Okay, so I found the obituary online. Um, it says she was born in 1971. Um and um, so apparently this is this happened um, December 9th is when she passed. She was 51 years old. Deborah Rose Lucinian, and there's a picture of her on the obituary, so this is her. Um, she was from Windsor, Massachusetts. She was born in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, July 16th, 1971, a daughter of Edmund and Elizabeth Lucinian and sister to Carrie Lucinian. I'm reading from this website on Legacy.com. She graduated from Taconic High School in 1989, this site says. She went on to acquire her associates from Berkshire Community College and later her bachelor's in nursing through UMass. While Debbie's last place of formal employment was at Austin Riggs Center in Stockbridge, Massachusetts, she devoted most of her life to her creative endeavors. She was known in the community for her love of estate sales, antiques, and collectibles. She specialized in vintage clothing, toys, and Christmas. Towards the end of her life, Debbie went on to get her license in massage therapy. Her goal was to open her own apothecary, where she could combine her passion for herbology and the healing of massage therapy. At her core, Debbie's passion was helping people, which she could be seen in her political work and through her donations and charity within her communities. Debbie also had a passion for gardening. You could find her in her yard, creating beauty wherever she went. Other passions included photography, good food, warm sandy beaches, anything Christmas, and her activism. Her activism. Anything Christmas. So she just missed out on Christmas. Debbie's passionate, creative, and generous spirit will be profoundly missed and cherished by her loved ones who have survived her including her parents, her fiancé, her children, her stepdaughter, her sister, her niece, and her puppy. Political activists don't live long. I've mentioned that before many times. I've written about it. This is why I'm a very reluctant political activist, people. You know, it just, it's really um, very mysterious how, you know, political activists just don't, don't live long. Donations in Debbie's memory in lieu of flowers may be made to the Massachusetts Coalition for the Homeless via their website, mahomeless.org. To add to the Book of Memories, please visit flindagnolifuneralhomes.com. I'm here with the same progressive. Debbie Lusignan. Now, uh, you've gotten uh, a lot of attention on your YouTube page because yes. uh, you're very progressive and you're a uh, Bernie or Buster. Are you a Bernie or Buster? Um, I am uh, a Bernie or Buster, but it's really not about political party for me. It's about uh, staying true to uh, principle, 
over party, and uh, that's that's what it's about for me. So, what do you think about uh, Bernie telling people again this morning at his meeting? He told people that to vote for Hillary. I disagree with Bernie. I absolutely respect the campaign he has run. I think he took progressive ideas out of the closet. I think he showed that you can uh, finance a campaign in a totally different way so that we don't have to be enslaved to corporations and military industrial profiteers for our, um, for our funding. However, um, what I think Bernie has missed is that Hillary Clinton is deeply corrupted. She's highly dishonest. And uh, she is basically, you know, I've covered election fraud a lot on my show. And we have really documented that this has been not so much an election, but a coup. And so I don't know how Bernie Sanders can say to vote for the person who is being installed fraudulently against the American people's will. Uh, but, and and these, he's, she's being installed for the very entities that he just said we should fight for the past year it's there's a cognitive disconnect there and like i say you know i have a lot of respect for bernie but i have no problem disagreeing with him whatsoever and i i part ways with him here so now what do you think of this event now jill stein just got done speaking and uh, now her message seemed to be that if you keep voting for the lesser of two evils eventually we won't have a world anymore because climate that world is in crisis right now through climate change that was not what i heard is that what you heard the world is is in crisis. Well, we can't continue on in this in this uh, way that we're we have been on. I mean, we are in a crisis, and so the status quo really is an option. It doesn't mean we're gonna. We may go down in flames, but it's not an option if we really want to solve problems. And I hate the lesser of two evils argument. To me, it reminds me of the argument you use if you are a codependent enabler and you have an abusive spouse, and he says, "Oh, honey." Honey, I love you so much, baby, and, and, and if you leave, man, he's just going to treat you worse. I mean, he may break your jaw. You know, I may break your jaw, but he'll break your legs. It's a threat. It's blackmail. What do, see, what do you say to people who say that you need to grow up and, and just do what's right and vote against Trump? I say that Hillary Clinton has perpetuated a lot of the things that we fear Donald Trump might. I mean, Hillary Clinton has, uh, you know, we talk about people are, are, are afraid of her war, of Donald Trump's war policies. Hillary Clinton, her policy of wanting a no-fly zone in Syria, which is going to lead us into, you know, ground war uh, with Russia. Hillary Clinton, if you listen to her Brookings Institute speech last uh was that September? She gave a speech to the people who uh, are the, were the founders of the Iraq War. Now, the Brookings Institute is a military-industrial think tank, and she said in that speech that um, uh, that uh, the Iran War Agreement would make it easier to go to war with Iran. And we have emails that have leaked out from WikiLeaks with her saying that she wants to go to war with Syria to benefit Israel. And additionally, it said that she wants to go to war with Iran to benefit Israel. And if we get in a war with Syria, then we would have an excuse to go to war in Iran. I don't see a lesser of two evils there. If you take, you know what it is, Jimmy? It's the fear. And the thing that's really, really hard right now and separates, you know, the people who are ready to act and not is understanding the game is up. They've taken it over. The government is gone. There is no right to left. 
run to and there is no left to run to. It, it, we're going to have to come to ourselves as a people in courage and truth. And if we do that, we'll take our country back. Thanks for talking with us. That was fantastic. Right. We'll see you again. Uh, I am on YouTube at Sane Progressive, Facebook Sane Progressive. Yeah, she was on YouTube until she mysteriously had to shut her YouTube channel down. And it was right around the time when people were getting sued. People were being sued for um, spreading quote-unquote misinformation. Um, she was suggesting that, I think, we'll have to look, look this up. I think she was suggesting that one of the mass shootings might have been a hoax. And uh, and I think some people got... got um, sued for that. So my guess is that she might have been, that she was sued and, and had a gag order on her or something. I don't know. But mysteriously, she, she uh, stopped posting online and uh, just kind of disappeared from the, from the being, you know, reported on in the general public. And now, now she's gone. So I just found out about this today. I'll have to learn more about this, but um, I find it to be very disturbing very disturbing. And, you know, I can't help but wonder, you know, as I mentioned before, political activists don't live long, and they seem to die from all kinds of mysterious reasons. Usually, they die of suicide, right? Um, I remember some years ago, I, I came across a book, I was just browsing through books at the bookstore, about uh, a, an, an attorney who was from Mexico. And as an attorney, she was doing research, you know, for her client, and came across, um, we somehow stumbled into this sort of um, shadow government that was doing some secret work for the Mexican government. Yeah, this stuff happens around the world, right? Um, so she just somehow uh, found out about some things that they were doing that they weren't supposed to be doing, and they didn't like the fact that she found out about it. And so she was found dead, and there was a note next to her that was a threatening note that was written, um, said something like, uh, this should teach you not to mess with us or not to get involved or something like that. So even though that threatening note was found uh, by her body, um, her death was ruled as a suicide. <laughs> even though obviously, uh, you know, and uh, they, they tried to claim that she wanted to cover up the fact that she was killing herself by making it appear that somebody else was trying to kill her, which is ridiculous. Anyhow, it's kind of funny because I was thinking about Ted Westusing and I was thinking I should do a podcast on Ted Westusing because a lot of people don't know about him. He's not so famous and his death was ruled as a suicide, even though he had no reason to commit suicide. Um, and then I find out this. Uh, I am so sorry. I feel I've never known Debbie Usinian. Um but I used to listen to her YouTube channel, the Sane Progressive YouTube channel. And um, I feel very bad that this has happened. I've noticed that she's friends with Claudia, who does a show called Cabin Talk. Um, Claudia has an Odyssey channel. Um, I just checked that out, and I don't see anything on it. And it looks like she's just kind of uh, talking about uh, health and wellness kind of, you know, positive thinking stuff. So maybe she's uh, going to stop talking about uh, political issues now because maybe we just don't have the freedom to do that. 
it might be that it is too late to turn things around. It might be that those of us who are speaking out are in danger and should stop. Um, you know, and I don't say this to discourage anyone, but, you know, as I've been saying for the past three years, because this has been going on for three years now, um, you know, the only hope I've been able to see is strength in numbers, people coming together, supporting each other, forming their own communities. I don't see it happening here in New York State, at least not where I am. Uh, you know, people are just being rugged individualists, not wanting to work together. It's a, a me, 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 as opposed to a we, we, we society. And that's a problem, you know, because we can't do it alone. There are things you can do on your own, like you can make choices to eat better, for example. That is something we do as individuals, right? Um, but there are some other things that we need to do as, as a society, as a group, you know, like thinking about ways to make food more available to people who don't have the money to buy the organic food, for example. Um, you know, uh, it, it's we do live in a society with other people and you know if you as one person want to be go out and be a hero and be the spokesperson for a movement to you know to massage your ego great good for you but you're putting yourself in a lot of danger we do need to work together and if we can't do that then from my point of view all is lost and i'm not trying to be you know negative or discourage anyone again i i try to be as positive as i can on the show because I, I feel like i have a responsibility doing this podcast but um you know, at the same time, I just don't see hope in this rugged individualism, these people who are going out and buying their own plot of land and building their independent, you know, you know, they're going off the grid and, and it's all about me. I'm taking care of myself and my family and the heck with everybody else. I don't see hope in that. I see hope when I see people coming together as a community and working together, not not to be communist or socialist or any other ist that somebody doesn't like, but, you know, it has nothing to do with that. It's just people need to work together. That's how the human race has survived throughout time. It has nothing to do with any political system. There's lots of different political systems people could, could set up, you know, um, and a friend was, was talking to me about sociocracy, right? Um, and that's something that, that some people have, have been discussing. There's, there's a lot of different ideas on how, how to do things. But I think what we need to do is remove ourselves from labels, you know, and um, somehow put our differences aside and learn how to work together and turn off our devices, our screens, and start talking to each other again. But as far as changing this political system, I don't believe the system is broken. I think the system's just screwed up and probably was from the very beginning. And I don't see hope in that. I don't see hope in any politician. I don't believe voting for a politician is going to make a difference. Um, I voted uh, in the last election just to make a statement you know, showing that this is what I think as one individual. And maybe if a bunch of us vote against certain politicians, the powers that be will see that and feel a little uncomfortable. But, you know, the reality is no political party is going to save us. The Republicans are certainly no better than the Democrats. Are you kidding me? The Republican Party is the party of the rich, you know, helping the rich get richer. They do not care about the average person at all. They care about their wealthy donors. But so does the Democratic Party, you know. The Democrats just pretend that they care and they say a lot of nice things. Good. 
say all those nice things, but you know, um, it does nothing, nothing for us. So anyhow, I'm rambling again. I, I just, I just want to do, to give a shout out to Debbie Lusignan, wherever you may be right now. <laughs> I'm sorry for butchering your last name. I am so sorry. And I wonder, and I am so suspicious. I am so suspicious. I am so suspicious. So sorry and so suspicious. And I do hope there's a God. I hope there's a force of good in this world. And I hope that those who are killing innocent people, including political activists, will be held accountable at some point in time. like we've run out of time but what do you think is wearing a piece of cloth over your nose and mouth and staying away from other people helping you to stay healthy let us know until next time occupy your mind think for yourself think independently think